Hi, Peter Balker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now today I want to speak to you about remote working or working from home. Now this, option, this has been an option available to us for a very long time. But why is it only when we are forced to work from home through something like a global pandemic such as the coronavirus have we waited to really explore this? Now in the past, working from home has been for the, it's, it's not been for the masses, it's been for the minority, and more importantly, the trusted minority. And the reason why it hasn't really worked in the past or hasn't been widely adopted, is so many people have a fear, well it's a fear around trust, because they don't have an effective way of managing people, managing metrics, outcomes, etc. They believe that if they've got them working in the office and they can keep an eye on them, then perhaps they'll do a better job. Well, we've had to take that playbook, rip it up and start from scratch. Because at the end of the day, that isn't a reality. And I wouldn't be surprised actually, that once this is all said and done, we've gone through the whole process and I can't see people being allowed back at work fully for at least three to four months. You may have elements where there's social distancing in place, but actually the office environment as we once knew it, four to six months wouldn't be a unrealistic sort of expectation to have. Now the reality is when you're working from home or remote working for four to six months, would it be fair to say that a heap load of new habits kind of become formed? Yes, they do. So much so, will we ever return back to the way we were working before? Absolutely not. But for remote networking or sort of remote working and home working to become the norm, I honestly believe that things need to drastically change as we can't do it the way we're doing it today. And today I'm going to share with you my seven top tips on how to really make remote working, home working the norm. You have to create and maintain habits. Now you think about it, when you're going into work, etc., are you in a routine? Yes, you are. You get up, you have a shave if you're a man, you have a shower, you put your clothes on, you do your makeup, whatever, if you're a woman, you get yourself ready. Now why is that? Why do we get, why do we get dressed for work? Why do we take a lot of care and attention in doing so? Because number one, it's our personalities, who we are. When we rock up to work, it's part of our identity. And we need to make sure that when we go to work, we're projecting the right image, we feel the right way. What I have noticed from sort of home working in the last sort of three to four weeks is that a lot of people have dropped their habits. It's unbelievable how the routines have slipped. I've seen people on video calls in their pajamas. I mean, what does that even mean in your pajamas? I've had people not be shaving, etc. Even commented on the fact that they've not shaved and they're quite proud of it with a big smile. Yeah, I'm not shaved today. It's like that's a new great look to have, but it's not. You've got to ask yourself, what does professional look like to you? Would you be dropping these standards at work? Would you be dropping your routines at work? No, you wouldn't. So what makes you think that as soon as you are working from home, that that would even be a consideration, even be a possibility? your routines are going to have to change. But you've got to make sure that you have a routine and that you have habits. 
For me, no matter what I do, if I'm remote working, I'm always getting dressed like I'm going into the office. I will always have a shave, I will always get myself ready because mentally that really puts me in the right space and for me it's, a bit, it's about being in the right headspace when I show up to work. You've got to plan your day. It's a lot different when you are now working from home, remote working by yourself. You do not have that boss over your shoulder or that supervisor. You are now being trusted to work very much on your own devices. You've got to be super disciplined. You've got to plan out what is it I've got to get achieved today and actually map it out how are you going to do it. Because if you don't plan things out, it is so easy to drift. It is so easy to allow other things to come in and for you to allow your productivity levels to drop. And we've seen it. We've seen it with our clients where productivity levels have dropped at the very beginning. And I suppose that's normal because you're totally displaced. But now that displacement has been a couple of weeks, there is no more excuse. We've got to get back down to business and we've got to make sure we are truly planning for the day. Once we've got our plan out of the way, we've got to make sure the environment in which we are operating is truly professional. Yes, okay, all fun and games. I know that people have been forced to work of their kitchen table, etc. Not everyone's got space in their house. I appreciate that. But when that's all said and done, we can still create a really professional environment out of a small space. Again, I've been on networking calls or I've been on video conferencing calls with clients and their teams, and it's been quite shocking actually seeing how some people will show up to a video call. I mean, they'd have mess on their desk behind them. They'd be sitting with their dog on their lap or their cat, etc. Listen, there's nothing wrong with having pets. But you've got to ask yourself the question, are you allowed to do that at work? Now, some people will say, yeah, but it shows a more humane side. That's absolutely fine. When you take your pet out for a walk, take a picture, put it on Facebook. But if you're not doing things normally at work, where would we think it's okay to be doing them at home? We've really got to maintain that mindset that we are creating a professional environment. Because by doing that, our identity becomes one of a professional and that will enable us to maintain some rhythm and routine and some professional discipline in what we do. Got to set boundaries. Yes, we are at home. However, it doesn't mean that we can get called and disturbed, etc. every two or three minutes. If you're at home working at home, then those around you have to understand what the boundaries are going to be. Now I understand it's difficult. If you've got young kids at home, etc., they're not going to understand, they're not going to know, and they're not going to really get it. They're just going to think you're at home. While that's okay in the first couple of weeks, as we try to build the business and we try to maintain a degree of normality in times that are not so normal, boundaries and discipline again have to be in place. If you haven't got that, it's going to cause problems because your productivity levels are going to go down, your performance is going to go down, and it's not so much the period 
where we're at home, that's the concerning bit, is when we're allowed back into an environment of work. If we haven't kept up that training, kept up that tenacity, that discipline, that work rate, we are going to find it so much harder to readjust, which are going to slow things down for the business, which means that businesses are not going to be able to get out of the traps as quickly as they need to, especially given the amount of financial hardship and burden they are suffering at a moment. So boundaries are so important. We also now need to make sure that we are, we've, we've got a checklist in place. We've got to make sure we've got the working from home checklist in place. Is our broadband sufficient enough? Now a lot of people, we see the great bundles that come out, we go for the cheap broadband, but actually when everyone's on their broadband and you need it for work, is it fit for purpose? Do you need to upgrade? Do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the equipment at home to be able to work? A lot of people, because we've not had a chance to prepare, are working off their home laptop. Is your home laptop secure? Have you got a secure VPN to the office? Can it handle? Have you got the latest application so you can work efficiently and productively? All these things need great consideration. You need to have a sort of working from home checklist to make sure you're able to do the job. And if you haven't got equipment up to speed, you need to make sure that you work and you collaborate to be able to get you to have that equipment. Yep, it's not fair for you to say, okay, do you know what, you've got to go and buy it yourself. The business has a sense of responsibility to ensure that you are able, at no expense to yourself, to be able to work from home. So you need to make sure we've got that checklist in place. You go through that checklist and you're fit for purpose. Then you've got to look at your communication. You've got to look at your communication between sort of your co-workers, the management, etc. Have you got the right structure in place? Do you have the right sort of meeting rhythms happening, communication huddles, etc. Because working from home can be quite isolating. If you're not used to doing it, it can feel like a really, really lonely place. When you're in your own environment, if you're not careful, you lose track of time. You lose track of purpose, you lose your productivity, you don't quite know what you're doing, it's quite difficult. I've seen people where I've jumped on a call and said, is it that day already? I've lost track of time. You've got to do everything in your power to make sure you do not lose track of time. And that's why I saw having the disciplines and routines I mentioned earlier are so crucial. And then finally, you've got to make sure that you look after your mental health. Being in isolation, so many people are not used to it, especially if you're a people person, you're used to being sort of surrounded by your work colleagues, your friends, etc. All of a sudden, that's been ripped from you. You've got to look at what measures do you need to take in place to make sure that you keep mentally strong, especially in this period when we don't know when it's going to end. This is a huge period of uncertainty, and it's going to cause us stress and anxiety. And where normally we had our sort of colleagues to talk about that strength and anxiety around stress and anxiety, and we were able to sort of work things through sort of verbally, that option isn't as open to us as it has been in the past. So you really got to start taking measures to protect yourself mentally, because if you lose the mental game, everything else sort of falls apart. Now hopefully these tips are just the beginning. Nobody knows how long this can go on for. Nobody knows whether we are going to return back to the old norm or whether this is the new tomorrow. But whatever we do, 
let's make the new tomorrow as professional as we possibly can be. And perhaps, do you know what? At the end of the day, we may find that this has been the biggest blessing we have because actually we'll come out the other end more productive, more focused, not needing to travel to the office, having a better impact on the environment and happier people. But if we want this to become a new norm, we've got to take the responsibility and ownership of giving it our best shot so that people trust us to be able to do the work remotely and not force us to go into the office. If anything has resonated with you today and you want to talk about it further, head over to borka.com and get in touch. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. And please stay safe.